talking for a few minutes about the history of Christingles. I don't know whether anybody knows what the history of Christingles is, but the first Christingle that was ever gave, given away looked a bit like this. And it was a vicar in a church in Germany that decided he wanted to give everybody a candle to take away with a red ribbon tied on it. And at the end of the service, he gave everybody a lighted candle with this ribbon tied to it to take away, to remind them that Jesus is the light of the world. And then over the years, various other bits were added until it came to look like this, which is um, the Christingle that we are familiar with today. And we're going to be making the Christingle during the service. Please resist the temptation to make it all at once, because what we're going to do is we're going to make it stage by stage. Then we're going to think about what each part of the Christingle means, what truth it contains. So that's all to come. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. We're going to start making our Christingles. So I'd like you to just take out your orange, just your orange from your bag, and then put your bag down. Okay, and I'd like you just very quietly for a moment just to hold the orange in your hand because you know in the very beginning the Bible says that God created the world and he created the sun and the stars and the moon and then God looked to the world, you know, and it, at that time it was just dark and empty and can you imagine just God looking at the world that he'd made? A bit like we're looking at the orange now and thinking, well, what could I put in that world? And God decided to put some beautiful things in the world that he created. He made mountains, he made the sea, he made forests, he made flowers, he made loads of amazing things. And he looked at it and he, thought, and he said to himself, they're good, I like that. And then he made animals. He made donkeys and camels and snakes and piranhas and sharks, all sorts of animals to fill the world that he made. And he looked at the world that he made and said, yeah, that's good. I like that. But you know what? He saved the very best bit until the end. Because then he made people to fill the world that he'd made. And you know, he made the people what we read in the Bible, in his image. People were going to be like God because they could have relationships with each other. They could love each other. They could talk to each other. They could know each other. And God wanted to enjoy that relationship with the people that he'd made. And God looked at the world and he said, you know what, that's good. I like that. But you know, something very sad happened because the people started to become really selfish. They said, you know what, God, we don't want anything to do with you in our life. We'd rather just get on with our, with our lives on our own, without you. We don't want to spend time talking to you. 
We don't want to spend time thinking about you. And very slowly, the darkness began to come into the world. And the people that God had made became separated from God so that they couldn't know him and enjoy him and love him. But you know what? God had a plan. And the children are going to come forward again and sing, to, sing us another song, which is about God's amazing plan. This is going to read from the Bible again. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. So God's plan included the most unusual people. A young woman called Mary, a man called Joseph, an old couple called Zachariah and Elizabeth who were childless, and some smelly shepherds, and some wise men who came on camels. Isn't it amazing who God chooses? But it was all part of God's amazing plan. His plan to make it possible for us to be friends with God again. And that's what the Christmas story is all about. God sent Jesus, his son, to be born as a baby in a stable at Christmas time. A child who would grow to be a king, but not a king who would live in a palace, a king who would grow up amongst ordinary working people, a king who would teach people about the way to know God. And as our Bible passage told us, when we believe in this Jesus, and when we accept that he lived and he died for us, for our sins, for the things that we've done wrong, for all the selfishness in our life, then the Bible says we become children of God. We become part of God's family. And that's a wonderful, great news of Christmas. So the best gift at Christmas is the gift of Jesus. But we're going to carry on making our Christine. So if you'd like to take your orange out of your bag, and we're going to think about all those amazing gifts that God gives us to enjoy. And uh, you've got some cocktail sticks, so if you'd like to be very carefully, if the children, adults can look after the children especially, um, put a raisin and um, a dolly mixture, just to say these are halal, these dolly mixtures, um, and put them on your stick, and then put them in, stick them into your orange to celebrate all the good things that God gives us. How are you getting on? Is most, most people finished? The choir's finished? Yes? And this choir, how are you doing? Not done. Give me a few more minutes. Done. Nearly done. Uh, nearly done, well done. It's quite fiddly, isn't it, this bit? 
you'd like to take your seats, keep holding your Christingle, we have one final Bible reading. This is going to come forward. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Thank you very much, Choir. If you'd like to pick up your oranges again, and I have a question for you, because you may have noticed that there's one thing about the Christingle that was already put on for us when we were given them. Can anybody spot what that is? What, what is it? The ribbon. That's it, a ribbon. Does anybody know what the ribbon stands for? His love, exactly. And if you take your finger, you can actually trace it, because it goes all the way around the world, all the way around the orange. God's love goes round and round and round. And it might be this afternoon, you might be thinking, well, nobody could really love me. But you know what? God does love each one and every person that's here this afternoon. No matter how you feel, no matter what you've done, God's love is for everyone. And the red, of course, reminds us. What does that remind us of? Anybody know what the red might remind us of? Yeah? Very good. Well done. Excellent. The red reminds us that Jesus died. And that's how God has shown us just how much he loves us. But I'd like you now to take out your candle from your bag because we're getting very close to actually lighting our Christingles. And remember that Jesus came from heaven and down into the earth to live among us. So if you'd like to put your candles in the hole at the top. And once everybody's done that, we're ready to light the candles. And if I can have your attention, because this is the important bit. Shh. This is the important bit, because we're going to pass the light to each other. So I'm going to, Pat's going to come up with her, Christingle, and we're going to pass the light around. So I want you to light the next person's candle. But be very careful, especially if you've got long hair or scarves on, be very careful how you do that. And then we're going to turn the lights off, and we're going to sing a carol together. If you'd like to remain standing, we'll keep the lights off while we say our final prayer together. Please join in the word, words in uh, green. Jesus is the light of the world, a light no darkness can put out. Go and share the light of Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you very much for coming this afternoon. We hope that you've enjoyed it, and please do stay for refreshments. Um, in, the, in the hall.
And also to say we do have um, services on both on Christmas Eve at 11.30 in the evening, uh, midnight communion, and also then on Christmas Day at 10.30. And also on the Saturday, the 23rd, we have a crib service at 4 o'clock. That's right, Andy's nodding, 4 o'clock. But thank you for coming. If we can sadly blow out our candles. And a big thank you to the two choirs, to the, to the church school choir and the community choir. Thank you very much and thank you for coming.